This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is certified mortgage planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis, where we give you ideas so that you can be better than the other 500,000 loan originators in our industry. So for those who aren't listening, oh, well, right? Um, but no, not really, because I want you to pay it forward and share it with as many people as you possibly can, because the more of us that um, listen in, the better we can become, you know, as a whole. So, um, I uh, have a really special guest today. You know, one of the things that that I've prided myself on doing is uh, not just sharing my thoughts and my ways of doing things and my experience, and also not just sharing um, top producing loan officers and realtors and other people in different industries that could help us with our personal and professional growth, but also to bring on um, new loan officers, loan officers that have been in the industry for less than three years, just to get a different take. And so one of the things that I learned um, several years ago from a, um, I wish I could give her kudos, I just can't remember her name, um, a woman who owns a mortgage company in Boston and um, she made the comment that, you know, you have to go, sometimes when you get to the top, you have to go back down the elevator and grab some new blood to take with you, you know, back up to the top so that you remain fresh. And um, that's exactly what we're doing today by having my guest, uh, Matt Tran, from Village Mortgage up in Andover, Massachusetts. So, Matt, welcome to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Hi, Jane. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being on being on the show. So, so your your bio is kind of short compared to those that we've seen in the past, but I think it's you know again it's very interesting. It's very fresh, and that's one of the things that that I wanted to. Um, you know, talk with you about, and I, I know there's a, a little twist in your bio as well that uh, you probably aren't thinking about right now, but I remember when we had dinner up in um, Massachusetts before I was yep. speaking at your company's uh, summit um, that you mentioned to me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up. It won't catch you off guard, I promise, though. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so you graduated from the University of New Hampshire, uh, which Correct. I used to live up there, um, in 2017. So for those of you that are listening, just last year, just last year, just so last year. recruited right out of college, which I think is really <laughs> cool, and I want to hear about that as well, um, majoring in finance, uh, financial real estate and entrepreneurial studies. Well, that is just perfect for what we do, right? Yep, and correct. so now you've been a loan officer for a little over a year, but actually, a year. Yeah. Origin yeah, actually originating since... Uh, February. So there was a little path that you took, and, and I'm in, uh, interested in hearing about that as well. Um, 
And now you, uh, you know, you have five million dollars in your pipeline. I'm sorry, five loans in your pipeline. I don't mean to say five Correct. million. Sorry about that. I wish, Jen. I five wish. Loans. <laughs> yeah. Five loans in your pipeline. Uh, yep. You funded five already, and um, you know you're just starting out. And so you've got some really cool things that you're doing, and, and um, we can't wait to to hear about it. So let's let's start with. Um, How I got into the business. You know, and or? by the way, you really impressed me. And there aren't many young young loan officers that impress me. So that you know, that's something that's really cool. So let's start off with you know. So you're in college, and you're thinking, yep. what am I going to do with my my degree? Yep. Yada yada yada. And how how did Village Mortgage pop into the scene for you? So it's funny because originally I had no idea I would be in the position right now as a mortgage loan originator. Never in a million years. Because um, when I went to college, I wanted to be you know, on Wall Street. So I, I majored in, my first major was finance and accounting. You know, everyone wanted to be on Wall Street, you know, being a financial analyst, because that was the glamorous position that everyone wanted. Um, but after talking to, you know, a few CPAs and all, I'm like, my bub bubbly personality and outgoing personality cannot fit in the office setting. You know, just being in the desk all day, crunching right. numbers, I was like, you know what, I'm out of this. <laughs> so, but I was currently working at yeah. a bank at its, as a teller for about three years um, while I was in school. And, you know, I, as, as sitting as a teller, you see loan officers, commercial lenders, you know, walking around, meeting clients, you know, leaving in and out, right. and they make the most money in the company, right? So I'm like, how can yeah. I get in that position? So, I mean, I talked to one of the commercial lenders, and he was like, hey, Matt, if you want to be in this position, you know, if you want to be a lender, you have the personality for it, you know? but you need to have the knowledge for it. So he's like, I suggest, you know, landing a position in loan servicing or credit an analysis position at the bank. So I'm like, sure, all right. Next summer, I end up landing a position at the loan servicing. Um, so going back to college, I was like, I really like real estate. So I decided to change my major. And this is like the time where you can change it, like junior year, senior year. Um, so yeah. I decided to change my major to financial real estate and entrepreneurial studies. Um, with that being said, uh, going back to the bank, you know, I was like, all right, this is the path I wanted to go to. And I ended up during school, I ended up taking, uh, an internship at Keller Williams as a commercial real estate, uh, intern. Um, I dealt with like municipalities and everything. So that kind of brought me into the realm of the real estate world. Um, uh, come soon to find out that, uh, being really young in commercial real estate do not go hand in hand because no one wants to listen to a young gun like me when everyone's, you know, in their 50s and 45s, you know, dealing with, you know, construction. And while I'm trying to you know, simplify their lives by putting everything on an Excel spreadsheet while they want to do everything old school. So it just didn't work out. <laughs> um, but when I was at school, how I got into Village Mortgage was, you know, senior year of spring, you're trying to scramble to find a job before, you know, school ends. So my problem was, do I go to the bank or not? You know, and they offered me a rotational program at the bank to, you know, go into a rotational program. They need young people in the mortgage industry. I'm like, oh, that's great. But until I met uh, Sam Sermaine, which is you met her already um, at their summit yeah. and dinner. Um, so, of course, you know, yeah. her father owns Village Mortgage. Uh, and so she's like, yeah, you know, I mean, you'd be perfect for this position. Why don't you, you know, have an interview with them before you have an interview with Enterprise Bank again um, for the position? So I'm like, all right, I think that'll, that'll work. So he convinced me. Right when I sat down, he's like, you know, Matt, like, if you work at the bank, of course, you're going to, you know, you're going to gain the knowledge, but you're, you're capped at a certain amount, you know? 
the leads are coming income, into yeah. you. Yeah, the income, you know, you get a salary, you're only working 95. He's like, I bet you right now, you know, you're, you're wondering, you're going to graduate, all your friends are going to land a great job, you know, making 75, 80K a year, while, you know, and you're afraid that in, being in mortgages, you know, it's 100% commission. So you're afraid that, you know, are you going to be able to pay your student loans? Are you going to be able to make enough money? And I was like, yeah, was like, yeah that's a valid point. He's like, but if you work hard enough, which I know you will, you can make way more than all of them combined, all your friends combined. And he showed me a paycheck. He's like, this one lady made $90,000 a month. I'm like, are you kidding me? 30000 a month. I'm like, wow. So just seeing that being a table, like the proof of concept, basically, that right, made me right. spark me out. And, he, and he's like, you know, like, and he gave me the other pros, such as it's going to be flexible. You know, you, you're your own boss in a way. You know, no one's micromanaging you. You put in what you get. And knowing me, I have a crazy worth ethic and mentality for it. So I'm like, all right, sure. I'm going to get into this, and I'm going to be a mortgage loan originator at a lending company instead of the bank. And it was hard for me because I was at that bank for four years, and they loved me and entrusted me. So that was definitely a difficult moment for me to kind of leave them and go towards, you know, a big risk in a way, especially getting out of college and obtaining all this debt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's funny. Your story is very similar to mine. And because when I graduated, I, um, I couldn't get a job in architectural design. And oh, so wow, I yeah. went to a couple of interviews and I had an interview at a bank and a mortgage company. And I went to the mortgage company first and never made it to the bank. And of course, none of us goes to, goes to school, you know, to be a mortgage lender. Um, no, exactly. We're, I think our industry is trying to change that, but you know, nobody really does go to school to be a mortgage lender. Um, so that's a really, you know, really interesting story. So, okay. So here you are, you're in, you're, you're in now and you mm -hmm. know, you've, you've had, you had, you were surrounded with a lot of dynamic people, you know, at your company. Yes, yeah, and, um, for sure. you know, I think they're, they're absolutely wonderful. Um, so what is the best advice that someone gave you? Um, or has given you thus far that you have implemented into your practice? So, all right. Again, kind of going back to, you know, everyone's being a little bit different. So being an LOA mm -hmm. to one of like the top producers, um, I learned that, you know, everyone has their own style, right? This loan officer has their own style of doing business. This other loan officer has their own style of doing business. You know, so everyone's different in this business. No one does the same thing. And, you know, if it works for someone, it doesn't mean it works for you. So the best advice Correct. I took, yeah. not, it's not even advice. It was just learning, just being a prospect, you know. So I followed this loan officer for a bit, this officer. So I just want to see what each loan officer did. I grabbed and I learned what they liked and what, what worked for them. And I just picked and choose what I like from each loan officer. And, you know, because, of course, my mm -hmm. style is different. My personality is different. So I, you know, I chose the you know, the pros of every loan officer is that will can work for my business. So, I mean, and, and the best advice I would got from all of them is like, learn your craft first, you know, understand the process, understand the guidelines, understand how to do the loan itself, you know? And, and once you understand yeah. have the knowledge to actually do the loan, like processing and encompass and like figure out what everything is, you know, how this works, this works, this works then you can go out there and sell and feel confident in what you're trying to say, you know? And you don't have those moments where, uh, I remember when I went to a realtor office, just, you know, wing it, and I didn't know anything. I was, like, basically faking it till I make it. Um, that was the model I was kind of playing in the beginning. I was, like, faking till I make it until I kind of gained the confidence and knowledge that, you know, I need to know to explain these uh, to my clients. 
but um, it, it was definitely difficult to meet everyone and explain them, you know, hey, I'm a loan officer, I do this, 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 I have FHA loans. But then I come to realize, hey, just be yourself, you know, be yourself, be personable, and then the, the, you know, the clients will come to you and trust you, and then you can do the loan without even saying anything about the process. Um, so that's what's right. the best or the product. I got. Yeah, or the product, you know? <laughs> right. Or the products either. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so in a short period of time, you have now been known, and one of the things you told, told me at dinner that night was, you know, I walk into a room and everybody's like, ah, there's Tran, Tran the Morgan Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, so again, right when I finished, you know, understanding the process, understanding, you know, how to do the loan, I decided to market myself. And so I was sitting in the office and yeah. I, I believe you met Katie Weldon in Vegas at that, um, that event. I forgot what the event yeah, was. I did. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. her name's Katie, right? So she was sitting there she's like, yeah, I got to slow him. Katie, the mortgage lady. I'm like, oh, snap, yeah. that is so catchy. I was like, wait, Tran the Mortgage Man. So we're just like, oh, my God, this is great. And I was like, Katie, I'm stealing this. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it worked. I ran with it. So I changed. I, the first thing I did was go on Squarespace, right? I bought the URL, trandthemortgageman.com. And that was my little yeah. thing that I put on every single post. And that, you know, blew up. And especially people my age, the biggest segment of people buying homes right now are who? It's the big M word that you don't like to say. Millennials. Yeah, because I don't want to say it. Yeah, I yep, don't like yep. saying it because you don't call me a boomer. You don't no, walk around no. going, you boomer. <laughs> exactly. So the M word is the biggest, you know, segment right now. And guess who's in it? Me. You know, all my friends right, right now I'm seeing, you know, are having kids, starting to get jobs, starting to buy homes. So I'm in the perfect time and place right now to market myself. Even this kid that was younger than me doesn't necessarily going to think about buying a home right now, but he knows I'm trained the mortgage man. You know, they joke around all the time, but right. hey, it's working because you know what? That's top of mind. You know, when you think of a soda, you think of Coca-Cola, you know, so it's all about top of mind. Right. And I know maybe right now, okay, you know, I, this is my first year, not even, you know, generating loans, but I know in the future it's going to keep exponentially getting bigger because everyone knows I do mortgages, you know, so I'm not too worried about my yeah. future going the next three years. You know, because right now I'm just, you know, it's, it's all coming in. It's all coming in organically. You know, you, I'm sure you get this a lot on LinkedIn where um, individuals contact you and say, hey, I can, produce, uh, I can increase your pipeline by 50%, right? You probably get tons of right. like lead generation. And my question always is like, why aren't, why aren't they using that technique and making more money than, you know, explain me how to uh, increase my pipeline by 50%, you know? So right. I... Yeah. I try to stay away from that and you know, I like to do it organically and I learned that if if you do a good job with one person, that's gonna spread way more than if you were gonna, you know, try to get online leads from Zillow or anything like that. So I really believe in true interaction and word of mouth. You know, you gotta go back to the basics and it works. You know, you don't need to do anything crazy yeah. online, even though like I'm the type of person that uses social media, but I use it in a, a way that produces me uh, organic leads, you know. Right. So let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about what you're doing to differentiate yourself because, you know, you had mentioned that that's, you know, the way that you're marketing mm -hmm. um, and who you're marketing to, you know, so you're really, you know, I, I'm, I don't know, I've got this whole buzz thing going on right now about niche to grow rich because mm -hmm. 
you know, I've been an advocate of that for years and years and years. And, yeah. and it's what I did in my practice too. I was a huge niche, you know, and, and that's what I, I focused on. And I, I still got other loans and other types of deals all the time. But I, when I marketed, I was only marketing to one specific type of client and in the marketplace. Yeah. And so you mentioned that that's something you're doing. So, so, you know, I'm going down the elevator right now and I'm trying to pick up someone new and say, okay, show tell me about some ideas as we ride this elevator back up. What are yeah. you doing that's different than perhaps somebody who's in their forties or fifties is doing online that makes yours different um, for you to actually capture leads as you know, opposed it's, to just expanding your brand. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just being yourself, you know, being a person. If people think, you know, you have to sell yourself. People want People want, especially my age, people want to work with, any. I think any age, sorry, uh, people want to work with people that are relatable and just being themselves. You know, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm trying the mortgage man, I do mortgages, loans, you know. They want to see that you're having fun. Mm -hmm. They want to see you're doing other activities, you know, not just specifically mortgages. Even though, like, my Facebook's majority, you know, is me kind of saying, like, oh, I got clear to close, you know accepted offer, congrats, you know, right. that's my, that's the type of marketing I'm doing. It shows people like, I'm not selling a product. You know, I'm not saying, Hey, I have an FHA loan, three and three and a half percent, low rates, da, 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 da. Right. I'm showing like, Oh, the happy right. side of every situation. Oh, I got the clear close 18 days prior to closing. You know, uh, I share success stories from my, you know, the reviews and explain, you know, what I did. Um, but I also kind of target not just realtors, but like, I work again. You, I know you have a little circle of like referring partners, as in you know sharing your content on Facebook. I kind of took that um, lesson, and you know I contacted all my HVAC friends who you know obviously uh -huh. work in homes. So they they you know they meet clients in homes all the time. So they've been sending me leads. So that was like a weird niche that actually ended up working, in, and I've been you know utilizing that a little bit more by contacting other HVAC and creating relationships with them. Um, so it was really important for me to you know, find different avenues other than just realtors. Uh, but I mean, the main source right. is just, you know, kill them with service. <laughs> That's what my, cause I, I don't have a crazy pipeline where, you know, that service is going to go out the window. I can actually, you know, take that one-on-one -on -one time with that, you know, client and make it the best service they're going to ever have. Especially, you know, buying a home is one of the largest transactions you can never do in your life. And it's the hardest one and most stressful. So I'm trying to make it, as easy as possible and fun as possible by being, you know, fun and outgoing about it. I think that that's really key. So, um, you know, and, and like you're saying, you know, you know, just posting sort of like the day in the life of a loan officer who's sharing successes is, yeah. um, yeah. you know, just something a little different. It's funny that you're not mentioning videos, um, not that you have to, but it's interesting because the push right now is video, video, video. I've and, done the, yeah, uh, I've done the video. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Okay. So, like, I, I want to. So, here's the thing. I have discussed it with other yeah, realtors. It's, like, it's interesting, though, that you're not mentioning it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I, I think yeah. that just went across my mind. Um, but I, I have really thought about it. I have contacted, you know, an attorney and a realtor. Uh, it's just, like, in the process of making. Because, of course, you know, I'm, I'm still young. I'm still in, new to the industry. So, my concern is there's a lot of, you know, right. mean people out there. If I talked about, you know, a loan, you know, about like credit and just like specifically, someone's going to egg on me like, no, that's not correct. You know, this is, this is right. So like that, that was my, you know, hardest part to overcome. So, I mean, the videos I do do are if I go to open houses, I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm at 76 Essex street. 
uh, look at this wonderful property. I'm doing this with, you know, realtor, da, da, da. Um, here's a quick tour of it. Um, and after the video, I'm like, you know, Trend Mortgage Man signing out. If you have any questions, feel free to call me. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're interested in the property, try to get pre-approved by going on trendmortgageman.com. You know, so I do those types of videos on my Snapchat and Instagram videos. So not specifically Facebook because, I mean, it, it, it's just a little different little platform that I like to use on other um, yeah. social medias. So, I mean, I do do videos. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think that's good. Yeah, it's just if I mm -hmm. want to do full videos on Instagram, just I mean, do them different places, and I, I think that that's, yeah, yeah, and I think that's interesting too because you know everybody's going on Facebook to do videos, and very few people, I you know I know when I scroll through Instagram, um, once in a while I'll see a video on Instagram, so it's a different it's a different venue yeah. to be able to do something a little bit different. Um, of course, yeah, I, and I, I, I totally understand that. And again, it's the, it's the target market. And it's the target market, and it, it, going back, yeah. you know, the millennials. Like, I'm surrounded by millennials. So, like, if if you go on my Snapchat, if I post a story on my Snapchat, 600 people are gonna view it, you know. And Facebook, no, like, yeah. no one's really going on Facebook except people in my. So, I'm using Facebook as a tool for people in my industry, you know, like for realtors, you know, attorneys. That's like my place for business. My personal life and everything else is on Instagram, Snapchat, which I market to and be a normal person to people in my age group that are eventually going to buy homes. So they know I'm doing, but also being a real person. So that's when I use, you know, more videos because that's the platform where you can put more videos on it. Um, quick ones actually, you know? So, I mean, it's yeah. just each social media is a different tool for me. Um, and that's how I kind of play it out. Yeah. And I think that's important for everybody listening too, is that, you know, for if, and because a lot of people are going to video and, you know, expanding their, their uh, social media circles, you know, and uh, it's funny that you didn't mention Twitter. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it, it's not that, not that you don't do it. It's just that everybody's trying to do everything on every yeah. platform. And, and, yeah. you know, I think the concept of what you had said before about talking to you know, other loan officers in your company and taking the best of the best to, you know, make your, make, uh, take those ingredients, right, to Correct. make yep. your perfect recipe, um, would also then lend itself to this too, is not to just do everything everywhere, but to, you know, change it up a little bit, do different things on different, um, different mediums for different reasons. And, you know, I like the fact that you're, um, you, you're doing it where you need to do it because of your target market. Yeah. So those those that are listening, if your target market is, you know, 45 and 50-year-olds, you're probably not going to do Snapchat. You know, my daughter <laughs> does it to me, and I think it's cool, but I've not done it, right? Yeah. So um, you're probably not going to do Snapchat because most of the people you're trying to uh, target are not on Snapchat, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think um, – you know, that's a really, really key point. So what are you trying to, um, what, what, should, what, what is it that you're trying to hope to, that you are hoping to achieve in your career over the next couple of years as you continue to grow? I mean, just carrying on the trend, the mortgage man, you know, status, you know, of course I'm just starting off and what my goal is hopefully being the top lender in like my field, of course, that's everyone's goal is just trying to be the top producer. And I can see that happening because, I mean, if you put your mind to it and the pace that I'm going at now and just like everyone knowing I'm doing mortgages, it's, it's just something that I can see attainable. At first, you know, I was nervous, but I mean, if you put your mind to it and just keep doing the working, it's going to come. You know, you can't just, yeah. I, I know, you know, a lot of law officers just sit in the office all day, but you really, opportunities come when you go out there. 
you know? And so, I, for for example, I went out, just I just stopped by a realtor office, which are a majority, you know, young uh, realtors my age. I stop on there for, you know, 10 minutes or so, and I end up getting a loan, you know? So it's just, just I'm setting myself up in a way where I'm going to get to my goals, you know? And you just have to get out and there do it. Like, I, I remember you said, uh, what was it? Was it your book cover? You wanted to say it was, uh, just shut up and just go out there and do it, right? Go do so it. That, yeah, just yeah. go do it. Yeah. And, you Thanks know, for remembering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. But I was like, you know, that's true because if you just sit there and just think about it, it's not, not going to happen, you know, and you're going to fail. Like, I'm telling you right now, you know how many times that my loans had so many weird problems to it? But those are learning opportunities, and I know for the next transaction that I should look out for these, and it'll, hopefully it'll never happen again. You know, for for instance, right. uh, a multifamily FHA, I didn't know the self-sufficiency test, that all the rents had to equal, um, you know, the mortgage payment 100% in order to qualify for FHA. I didn't know that, and there was a situation where I almost lost the deal, but we ended up figuring it out. But these are all learning moments for me, and in this short amount of time that I am in right now, the, the, the amount of things I learned so far is incredible. So I can't imagine what where I will be in the next five years and 10 years, and let alone I'm only 23 years old. So, I mean, it's not like a cocky thing. It's just a confidence thing. So you have to really believe in yourself. Right. If you don't, then what's the point, you know? You can't be timid, especially it's a, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there, let me tell you. <laughs> It's a lot of loan officers. Yeah, so. well, we, of course, and mo- and all of us know that, believe me. We have yeah. <laughs> been there, done that. Definitely yeah. been there and done that. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. So so one of the things that you mentioned, and I just want to, I want to see if we can somewhat get a, some, a, a little bit of a testimonial out of this, but you had mentioned that when, when I was speaking, I had shared um, ex- exchange, expand, expose, explode, and you took one of, I love this because it's the, you know, stop talking, take action. You took yeah. one. One of those techniques and went to HVAC companies. So I want to make sure that that didn't just go over um, yeah. everyone or, you know, that it fell on deaf ears with everyone because they're probably going, what, why are you going to HVACs and not just to realtors? So tell us what you did, um, what part of it you took, and then what, what did you do that uh, created business already from HVAC contractors? So, I mean, again, it starts with, like, being a friend being in a relationship. So one of my friends who is about three years older than me, he owns an HVAC company of his own. Um, and it was a time where uh, last year where my boiler broke, so he ended up coming over. And we're just talking. He's like, you do mortgages? And like one of the plumbers came in. He's like, hey, I'm looking to buy a home and everything. I'm like, this, this could be a good avenue. So, I mean, it just started with that. And I was like, hey, you know, just give me business mm-hmm. cards. I'll share your business. And how about you share my business? So we've been doing a thing where, where I believe you already have this concept in place where where every time I post something, you like it and engage on it. And what if you have anything, I like yeah. and engage on it, you know? And that's how we kind of share business. And he's like, I'm like just almost like a B&I group, you know? We're kind of, we're kind of, you know, devoted to each other. No way. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're doing it. Like we're friends. Yeah. We ride motorcycles together. So he's like, hey, man, I have a friend, you know, that has this, 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 that needs help with it. You know, can you help him get pre-qualified? I'm like, sure. You know, and then same thing is my mom has a salon, so she, you know, meets a lot of clients. I'm like, hey, let me put your business cards at my mom's salon as well, you know, and that's just another avenue. And he's gotten deals from it. You know, he's probably done four or five deals from just me having me as a resource. And he gave me, you know, two or three that I'd pre-qualified and one we actually went through. So, I mean, just looking at one idea of one just, um, you know, HVAC company 
I was like, let's scale this a little bit better and just go different avenues. Just, you know, hardworking people that, you know, want to gain their business. And then, uh, you know, it's a mutual benefit um, deal, basically. Yeah, that's awesome. So how many have you worked with now? How many do you have in your um, in your? So I have uh, three. Power so I have, so yeah. I have three. Good. And, of course, you know, yeah. um, are you saying, like, how many HVAC companies I'm working with or in my pipeline? Yeah, no, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, how many you just, just how many you, you know, are now working? working with and then you'll expand from there I know and go to other yeah, different just, states but that's three, really cool. I just, just want three to HVAC know, companies yeah. so far and I probably got you know five pre-qualification and one actually just went through. Um, of course you know the other ones are you know obviously they're not the best scenarios but there are people I still keep in my CRM that are like hey you know a year from now your credit's gonna get that better but I don't I don't just say no to right. them you know I'm, I'm a person where that I want to help them because at the end of the day, this is not a quick and easy transaction. You're not going to get paid right away. It's not instant gratification. It's a long-term thing. So, I mean, if someone's credit is yeah. not great, then I know I make sure that they're getting checked that they make sure the credit is going to be good for the next year so they can buy next season. You know, so it's just it's just trying to make sure that everyone, every lead that I get from either is an HVAC or realtor that they're going to be taken care of. So, um, right. it's just I just want to make sure I'm getting. You you can't just rely on one you know sector or um, area or niche where you gain your leads. You want to diversify the portfolio in a way, um, so you can always stay consistent. People can just leave you in yeah, two well, seconds. Yeah, well, putting all your eggs <laughs> in one basket. Yeah, it's putting all yeah. your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, having a niche is really important too, because even though you have a multitude of sources that you're getting business yeah. from, if you have that niche that you're pitching to people, you know, pitch the niche or whatever, is that, um, you know, now that in itself, in and of itself is a differentiator because rather than just being a loan officer or even Tran the, the mortgage man, now it's Tran the mortgage man who specializes in one or two things, you know, yeah. and that, that, uh, instead of widen the fun widens the funnel, it it closes the funnel up, which is really good, and you'll end up getting other things anyway because you'll wow them with your technology and service, you know, as you go of along course. the way. So so as we kind of wrap up here today, um, what is um, what advice would you give to someone who's picking up this um, podcast? And by the way, people do. I've had people say like, I've been a loan officer for two weeks. <laughs> so now here you are, you've got a year yep. under your belt. Um, so, you know, you moved in, in karate, you've moved uh, beyond the white belt, right? And yep. so what kind of advice would you give to someone, you know, on, on a lesson that you've learned over this last year that says, you know, I think I would have done that one thing or two things different. What kind of lessons could you give people? Um, and for those that are listening that are, you know, more senior loan officers or have teams, this is, a, this is great advice for someone that you're bringing on to your team as well. You know, I think the best advice I can give to anyone who's starting out is focus on understanding the guidelines and the product itself and understand the process, uh, especially each company is different, you know, like understand from start to finish, getting the lead to closing, like learn everything in between because when you actually meet a client, they're going to ask you these questions and nothing feels better when you know the answer, right? And if you don't know the answer, you're very hesitant and you don't feel confident in yourself. So be educated, right. understand what you're doing, you know, ins and outs of everything, even the little side. Like I, I pride myself to understand the processing side. You know, some loan officers, they just, you know, all right, I got the loan, just do the, you know, the beginning part in the encompass, start the file and toss it and never, you know, see again. I mean, you can do that once you get to a certain point where you have, you know, you know 100 loans coming in every day. But 
in the beginning, you want to make sure you understand the whole process. So if anything does come up, you can explain it and not feel, you know, pressure to kind of get the answer from someone. Oh, I'll get back to you. I mean, it doesn't hurt. If you don't know the answer, don't lie. That's another thing. Do right. not lie. You know, right. be like, hey, just be honest. Be an honest person. Like, hey, I actually don't know this question. Um, I'll get back to you. I'll ask my underwriter. They, and the client will appreciate it way more than doing, ah, I think I can do that. You don't want to give false promises because that will just bite you in the butt. And I learned my lesson on that yeah. for sure because in my beginning stages of faking until I make it, it didn't go too well. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, those are, <laughs> so those are, you know, that bite me in the butt. I'm like, oh, crap, I shouldn't have said that. Um, but, you know, yeah. those are two advice I would say. Understand the craft first before you go out there and, you know, put yourself out there because your reputation is, you only have one reputation right? You can't mess that up. Right. If you start off in the bad, you know, if you start off bad, you know, saying false promises, you know, don't know yourself, that's going to spread. This industry is all talk. Everyone talks about each other. That's what I come to realize. So, um, yeah, just, yeah. you know, make sure you know your craft first before you go out there and, um, just be honest. That's, that's what, you know, just yeah. be you, be you. That's awesome advice. No, that's really good advice. And I think, you know, that's, by the way, it's old advice, but a lot of people don't heed it. So that's what, yeah. that's why it's important that you're saying it again. You know, I think it's, it really is important to, you know, know your, your craft, no doubt about it. Um, so Matt, if someone wants to get in touch with you or connect with you, what's going to be the best way for them to do that? Uh, Matthew on Facebook would be Matthew Tran uh, at Village Mortgage. Uh, you can also find me at TranTheMortgageMan.com. Uh, those are the best two places okay. that kind of reach out to me. Okay. Awesome. That sounds really good. Yeah. Okay. So what are you reading right now? What am I reading right now? Um, as considering I'm a 23 years old, uh, and in college, they don't teach or you anything to, uh, listen to, I'm going to listen to your podcast, of course, <laughs> oh, but, um, I'm, I'm actually on like the, I read a lot on like a bigger pocket forms cause I'm really interested in, uh, Oh, I love bigger pockets. Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested in, um, real estate investing and that's the path I want to eventually get into cause I'm already in the field. Yeah. But uh, as a 23-year-old getting out of college, the one thing that everyone's relatable and can relate to is that school doesn't teach you anything about, you know, filing taxes or, you know, how to get a 401k started and everything like that. So I've been, right, right now I'm currently reading a book called Get a Financial Life, Personal Finance for Your 20s and 30s by uh, Beth Koblener. Um So it's just, you know, That's a great... Cool. For, yeah, so I mean, they don't teach you this in school. Like, I learned about mythology in college, which is so unnecessary, but the basic stuff to get your financial life started, you know, and just make yeah. sure, you know, yeah, you're not going to go bankrupt up in a few years. So I've just been reading this book just to get every aspect of a financial life in check. So it's just yeah. a personal a, thing for great, me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a personal thing for me to just understand, you know, and it, no one else can really teach that. And, and it's just, you want, you want to, if you want a good life, you need to get your financial life in check. You don't want to do anything yeah. stupid, like buy a nice car and show off. So, um, you want to make sure you're going to have money down the line for yourself and you know, your kids, if you have it down the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great gift for you to be giving to your millennial, uh, friends. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Sure. Cause I know a lot <laughs> of them, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, especially with pop culture nowadays, you want like the diamond ring, diamond gold chain, and then like the nice car. And I'm like, Hey, that is a depreciation asset. <laughs> so do not right, buy that. That's right. <laughs> like, you're not, I was like, cause now <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm in the mentality of just like mortgages. Like I'm like, don't buy a car. Like you're not going to be able to buy a house like three years from now, dude. You know, I'm like, stop buying the car. Right. You're adding more gas. 
Like, I can't pre-approve you, man. <laughs> so I've been telling my friends, you know, just yeah, yeah, mine. stop doing that. Yeah, stop doing that. Like, don't buy the car. I mean, granted, I just bought it Harley, but I mean, that's just me having fun. I'm still young, but I'm not buying a house anytime soon. But I mean, the advice I would give: just don't attain more debt. Don't go. Over. Everyone, yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, I already have enough from student loans, so I just need to, you know, maintain that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm basically well, buying a house right now with that, so that's uh, funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah, yeah look at, well, you know what? When our kids were young, um, we used to say, uh, people say, oh, these are your kids. And I go, yeah, this is my Porsche and yep, this is yep. my Jaguar. Yep, Meet my Porsche my... and my Jaguar children because they were, you know, things that I didn't, that I didn't have that I wanted. The opposite, right? With kids. Yeah, no, exactly. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure, man. And we, you know, thank you so much for just, uh, you know, sharing with us what you're going through in the early stages. You know, it's always good to hear, um, you know, what's happening with uh, newer loan officers and not always just younger. You know, I've had I've had newer, older loan officers on as well, but just new to the industry. And I think it's really yeah. good to get your insight and see, you know, what you're doing and and, um, you know, to watch your career go. So, you know, if you're listening, uh, you know, connect with Matt on on Facebook under Matthew Tran and yep. connect, but connect with him and watch what he's doing, you know, and the best form of compliment is to copy somebody, right? We already know that in this industry. Yeah, you don't ever have to reinvent the wheel. So if you see he's doing something really cool and, and it fits in your practice, into your practice and your personality, etc., not because it looks cool and it's counterintuitive to who you are, you know, then start doing it. Then start doing it. So, Matt, again, I thank you so much for taking time. Um, it was a pleasure meeting you um, in person, and you know, being able to have you on on the podcast just means a whole heck of a lot. And I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to join me. No, oh, of course, and I appreciate you having me here. Thanks. Hey, maybe um, down the line, three years from now, we can redo this podcast and see where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. You just put it out the big bad world of uh, oh, I think boy. there's like 14,000 subscribers right now so <laughs> you're on the hook Pray, now Matt. Everyone, everyone we won't edit me. this out <laughs> yes that's right we will not edit this out we'll make sure it stays in we'll make sure it stays in yeah, well again much. everybody thank you so much for, for listening in and uh, you know if you're brand new to uh, Mortgage Lending Mastery I just want to say thank you for joining us and hopefully you'll join us again and if you've been around for a long time um, and you continue to listen thanks for the loyalty and and trusting me to share with you um, every week something that hopefully will pull your, your business up and, and help you with your personal um, growth as well. And we look forward to catching you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit jenduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's lifetime membership program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.